In a world where people are dying of boredom, one man brings entertainment to the masses. Prepare yourself as we enter the mind of Phantom Dark Dave. What's up, everybody? You're listening to a brand new episode of the All Things Dave podcast, and I'm your host, Phantom Dark Dave. It's been a little while since I brought someone new on the show, and I figured what better way to do that than to give them their own introduction episode. So today, I'm getting to know a friend of a friend, and so not only are you guys meeting him for the first time, in a way, I am too. So I'll just say, what's up, Cameron, or can I call you Cam Dog? Yes, either one is fine. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. It just kind of rolled yeah. off the tongue, and so uh, I yes. figured, Cam Dog. I just that sounds like home, you know. But uh, what's yes. up, man? Welcome to the show. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. You know, I did yeah. the whole uh, eight hours of work, and then came home, and I figured, what better way to spend it than throwing down on the microphone? And this is a oh, day yeah. that you and I were both available. Yes. So, Cameron, let's get to know you, man. I mean. You're friends with Randy. People know Randy here on Mars, and so I can only assume yes. that uh, you're friends, but you probably also uh, have a lot of same things in common, such as music. So tell me about Cam yes. as the musician. Uh, so about, oh, 20 years ago, no, 21 years ago, now it was 03, uh, joined my first band. Um, it was called S'mores, with an S at the end. And then we changed our name to S'mores with a Z at the end. Oh, much cooler. Yes. And then later became Galaxies, but it was spelled G-A-L-A-X-Z. And that was with uh, so my good friend. Um, I still call him a good friend. We, we've lost touch. But Jared, uh, he and his then wife and I uh, were in that band. Uh, they've since divorced. And, you know, he's remarried and he's doing fine. But... Um, so that was my start musically. I played uh, Cajon. No, sorry. I played uh, Djembe in that band. Um, and then later switched to a Cajon, which is a box that you sit on. Okay. And, and beat it, basically. Um, so percussion is how I got my start. And then um, about oh nine years ago now, I'd say, roughly eight, nine years ago, started learning guitar. Uh, writing my own stuff um and prior to that uh, about 2004 2005 while still in this band um i, I released some uh rap tracks as cam dog um and there's an archive of those songs available on my band camp which you know i'm sure you'll throw links out um that requires a subscription which is five dollars a month to access that but um, enough selling. <laughs> right. Um, but then, so kind of got out of that. I did that for several years. And then while still playing in this band, uh, our band broke up around 2016. So that's when I started learning guitar and kind of writing my own stuff. Um, and I've released music under three different, well, technically four different names. 
uh, Cam Dog, the old dirty used up band, as myself, Cameron Fletcher, and then as third string armchair is the uh, the latest. Um, which I can go into further detail on that if you want. Why I chose the most recent name, third string armchair, if you want. But, yeah, we're already on the topic. Right. Tell me why you chose yeah. it. Yes. So the the main thing is <clears throat> my music doesn't sell very well. Um, and when I was releasing music as Cameron Fletcher and it wasn't selling, I was kind of getting depressed because I felt like I was being rejected Sure. as Cameron Fletcher. Uh, so I created the kind of generic name third string armchair um, so that if it if it's getting rejected, which it has been so far, um, <laughs> then that's getting rejected. And but it's I'm not, not necessarily you. Yes. Well, tell me, uh, man, you seem like you've had a passion for music your whole life. Is that what that is? Basically, yes. Yeah. Um, I didn't really start playing anything until late teens, early twenties. Um, but I've always had a passion for it. So. What are, uh, what are some of the bands you grew up uh, rocking out to? Uh, so growing up, um, I was big into country, um, as far as like modern music that was being released right then and out on the radio really got into country in like late eighties, early nineties as a kid. Um, my earliest memory I have is when I was about four and there was a song by Alabama called song of the South. One of the lines in the song was, you know, sweet potato pie and shut my mouth. And my, my dad was shocked because I started singing along to that song when I was four and saying, shut my mouth. And he was like, son, <laughs> you know, but he was just teasing. And then the name third string armchair, how I came up with it. Um, so I, I've always had a passion for athletics, um, you know, watching sports, baseball, football, basketball, hockey, whatever you name it, but not a very good ability at it. <laughs> um, and so, you know, the, the famous term, as you say, oh, well, you're an armchair quarterback. Um, so I viewed it as I'm a third string armchair and I'm the quarterback of the team. Makes sense. And so it's it's kind of a just a funny play on words there. So, so uh, I'm gonna stop you right there because sports. You know, we got some things in common with sports. I love sports. I played sports yes. in school, but nothing uh, past that time. You mentioned football. So, who's your NFL team? Well, being I've lived in Kansas City since '87, so of course the Chiefs are big. I was born in Chicago, so I'm a fan of the Bears as well. Okay, that's cool. The Bears. The Bears. That's right. <laughs> Man, so you must be pretty excited, you know, another Super yes. Bowl win. You guys are doing awesome. Yes, yeah. Yeah, there was, uh, I don't know if we want to touch on it, or I just, I'm thinking about the people today that, I don't know if you heard, there was a, a shooting at the rally. Today. Oh, gosh, no, and, I sure didn't. Yeah, yeah. so uh, ten, at least 10 people were injured. Um, oh, man. It happened right at the end. They had just finished, and we're about to sign off the air, and then, uh, shots were fired, and so it, it gets to a point where you you really can't do anything anymore, man. It's a damn shame. Yeah. Yes. Uh, sports is supposed to be fun. Yes. 
Um, yeah, now, speaking of uh, supposed to be fun, now, you know, I'm not going to have any beef with you on your football team because I like all NFL teams. A good game's a good game. However, yes. now <laughs> i got to ask you the difficult question because I'm a hockey guy first. Uh, yes. Who's your hockey team? Blackhawks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, normally this would be an awkward conversation, but I think your team is actually doing slightly worse than my team this year. But last yes. year we were the worst team in the NHL. I'm a Ducks guy. Anaheim oh, Ducks gotcha. all day, my dude. I gotcha. And, uh, yeah, Blackhawks, you guys got a great new player recently uh, with Bedard. And so uh, yes. I know you're, you're yeah. struggling with injuries right now. But, man, uh, you ever been to any Blackhawk hockey games? I have not. I've only been to one NHL game that was a preseason game in 2001 we were in uh dallas area visiting some people oh and uh went and saw they played the i want to say it was the capitals and i got to see yarmir yager play live in person so that was pretty cool yeah yes well, yeah. that's my neck of the woods, man. I'm Dallas, Fort Worth, yeah. Texas, but oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So gotcha. I get to see the uh, stars play live quite a bit, but they're not my team. Gotcha. And uh, whenever oh, I gotcha. see my ducks come here and play, all I do is get to see the stars beat the ducks. It gets kind of depressing, but at least I see oh, them yeah. live. Yes, yeah. And uh, I don't know if it's the same thing for where you're at, but um, it, you got to pay a certain subscription, or else you can't even watch your local hockey team. So being that I'm a, a big fan of a team that's out of state, I just get to watch my hockey games on ESPN too. But if I was trying to watch Star Games here, I'd have to have like Bally Sports or something. Yes, yeah, I I, uh, I have ESPN Plus as well. It's yes. it's worth every penny. Yes, it is. If nothing else, yeah. the hockey alone, and uh, yes. that's cool because when I got ESPN Plus, I thought that I was going to be getting it primarily for Monday Night Football, you know, because ESPN. Oh, yeah. And then when I was like, wait, I can watch all the hockey I want, sold. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, all I don't right. get to see a lot of it because I work such an early morning shift that I'm usually in bed somewhat early. Not yeah, like, I guess it'd be kind of a nightmare not 5 p.m. getting back early. home at like midnight, you know. Yeah, yeah, I... Work the open shift, so it's five thirty in the morning, every morning. So yeah, um, I'm sure it has its pros and cons. But fun. me personally, I'm a morning yeah. guy, so I, I think that would be a nice adjustment to know you'd have all your evenings to yes. yourself. Yeah, um, as long as you yeah. can uh, be prepared with the fact that you're probably getting up around four a.m. or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, but, but one nice thing is it's like a five minute drive, and oh, so absolutely. I just, so you don't have to deal with traffic I, I, at all. <laughs> I roll up at like. I get up at like five fifteen, five twenty. Throw a shirt on. It's uh, I work in fast food, so it's like I don't have to worry about like showering and. and <laughs> I obviously throw a deodorant on. And, right, and but that, it's gonna but, be yeah. Um, gonna get dirty anyway, so. Hey man, at least you I get just, to eat. I shower after the shift. Yes. Unless you get tired of where, where you work, then you might want to go somewhere else. But hey, if you can work somewhere where you like to eat there, it's a double win. Yes, I I definitely take advantage of the ten dollar voucher. Every day. Oh, so. it's a voucher now. Oh man, they just don't let you have free lunch. No, it's free. It's so it's you pay or I'm sorry, the company will pay up to ten dollars, um, and that's in the ten dollar range. So right, if if tax brings it up to like ten seventy five, ten eighty, whatever, as long as it's within that ten dollar, uh, it's it's paid for. And so. that's that's per day. Or you have to work at least four hours. Oh, sure. Well, no, yeah. hey, that's not a bad deal, man. I uh, yes. yeah. I haven't worked fast food in a long time, but I worked at one place growing up, and that was Church's Chicken. I don't know if you guys oh, have yeah. church. 
Yeah, and we, do. Uh, we had it right here in the heart of Fort Worth. And the craziest thing, it was like the smallest, li- like the size of that church is, is the size of my living room apartment. And all it had was a walk-up window and a drive through window. And I remember trying to operate those at the same time. And there was nothing more frustrating than people walking up to the window wanting free food. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we get we get that sometimes. Really? Um, <laughs> it never stops. Yeah, occasionally, but... Um... Yeah, the part of uh, town that I live and work in uh, is um, it's kind of playful nickname we give it is the meth capital of the world. And, okay. Yeah, so it's um, Independence is the actual name of the town, but it's often referred to as meth dependence. So. Is that northern or southern? Uh, it's kind of north central part central. of town. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's right over by the stadiums, you know, Kaufman and Arrowhead. Gotcha. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so how many Chiefs games have you been to? I've been to like three or four. I haven't been to one in like at least 14 years. Oh, um, man. Okay, so back in the well, day. Well, no, I'll take that back. No, I took – I went to – the Bears came into town in 16 and went to that game. That was the last time I went. Prior to that was like 2009. Um, it's just, I, I'm not, I love football. I love to be able to like, you know, turn it on at noon and watch till about three or if it's a later game, you know, at three and then turn off at like six versus if you go to a game, it's like you have to get there three hours before, go through checkpoints, watch the game and then leave the stadium, go into the parking lot and drive home. It's like a, a an eight hour day. Yeah, yeah, it's just, quite an event. And like, if I got free tickets, I would go. Oh, I'm, of I'm not going to pay. I'm not going to pay for a game ever again. Yeah, I can imagine so. Chiefs tickets being as hot as they are. They're they're probably yes. pretty pricey. But that's oh, the yeah. best part about me being a big fan of an out of state team. Maybe something similar to you with Chicago is that if I'm only yeah. going to the games when my team is here, and I'm only going to one or two games a year, that makes it doable. But I tell you, the biggest thing I hate yes. is. Uh, the traffic, I refuse to drive. I let Julie do the driving. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. But uh, cool, man. Well, I just had to dabble into sports a little bit, but we'll get back to the music, oh, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, I tried to look at some of your stuff beforehand, and I did notice that it was subscribe only. And I was like, okay, five bucks ain't bad, so I'll have to check that out just to see what it's all about. But I know a yeah. lot of people um, who are pushing independent music go through that Bandcamp site. That seems to be a pretty awesome website. Yes. Yeah, it is. And there, uh, just clarifying that there is, it loads, auto default loads to the subscribe, but if you go up, it should say music, and you can click on that and it'll load the stuff that's available without a, needing a subscription. Oh, right. Um, cool. So you can yes. kind of wet somebody's whistle before they need to take a drink. Yes. That's awesome. I just came up with that analogy yeah. right now. I'm not the first to use yes. it, but I don't think I've ever used it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it fits. So. It does fit, it does fit. So you threw me yeah. off when you said, you know, you grew up with country. I'm not a country music fan, but my lady does like country. So I've heard my fair share of country, and I know specifically yes. the time frame you mentioned I think is considered better country than what's out there today. I yes. can't speak to that, but that is what I've heard. But, um, yes. you know, being a fan of um, music that I am, did you grow up with, like, grunge rock in the area, like your Nirvana, your Pearl Jam, your Stone Temple Pilots, stuff like that? Yes and no. Um I was like solely country 
when I was growing up, 80s and 90s. And then in the late 90s, early 2000s, I started um, digging into the stuff from like the last 10 to 15 years prior. Uh, so I became a fan of it later, but I wasn't at the time, if that makes sense. Yeah, man. Um, let me let me ask yeah. you who was uh, who was kind of your go to country artist if you had one. Uh, if I had to pick one, gosh, there's so many. Um, <laughs> Not to throw you on the spot, <laughs> right? Uh, I I say George Strait can make anything sound good. He could like sing a tax sure. form and and make it sound awesome. So yeah, that guy had uh, more number one hits than almost anybody else outside mm-hmm. of George Over, Strait, oh, probably. Over. That's who you said, George Strait, and who's the George other Strait, yeah. real big one? Um, Garth. Yes, big. Garth. Yeah, yeah. Um, Those two guys kind of yeah. ruled country back in the day. Um, yes. I can tell you that if, if, if you too. were to come at me yeah. and say, Dave, uh, you got five seconds. Who's your all-time favorite country artist? Without a shadow of a doubt, for me, it was Randy Travis. Oh, yes. Yeah, he's excellent as well. Yeah, he has that, yeah. that deep voice that was always good, and I liked his country, yes. and I liked his Christian music as well. And so he kind of won me over with yes. everything he did. Oh, yes. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that's about the, the as far only, as I get with country. <laughs> the only dig I have on, on Randy a little bit, and it's, you know, people aren't perfect, but, um, you know, he was singing all these songs, like, On the Other Hand, and I'm Gonna Love You Forever, right. and he ends up cheating on his wife and divorcing and so it, it was like really randy um, <laughs> but that just gives him the opportunity to make better country songs because then he asked yes. for forgiveness later yes yeah um, he has see, a he has an album of him hymns that he's released that mm-hmm. i that's man i love it yeah i'll have to uh, i wonder if i've heard so that's the funny thing is is i don't know if i've heard a if he has an album called hymns um but i've heard a lot of his gospel stuff and it is no, very very yeah. good blanking on it right now oh three wooden crosses oh absolutely yep i know the album great song yes yes yeah everything he did with that everybody's like wait a second dave you seem to know a lot about uh country and you said you didn't listen to it's like well randy travis was always my exception i connected to him however when i found out that like he was driving naked one time i was like well i've never tried that i nor have i (laughs) leave it to randy to to, uh, do it before we do it but uh you ever been to any concerts Yes, uh, been to several. Um, uh, one of my uh, so there's a uh, side project called the Baseball Project, which it's several members of REM and then um, a couple other people from a couple other bands. But um, and I saw them play at a place called the Record Bar, which uh, doesn't exist. It does exist still, but it doesn't because it. It closed. The previous owners shut it down, and then it was revived. Um, and, and so it still has the name and the location, but it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah, as it yeah. tends to be when um, a new owner takes over. Yes. Um, I saw that. That was like 10 years ago. Um, and then I've also actually volunteered at a few uh, local um, concert venues. Um through the years i haven't in several years but i actually launched one for a while um which it would it would take too long to go into that whole story but we actually started a venue um and it ran for about 10 months finally had to shut it down but um but i i like helped with running the uh the sound boards and and stuff like that at various venues so 
Yeah. Oh yeah, that's way beyond my audio experience. I just do enough oh, to yeah. run a podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Man, so you didn't drop any big names. Have you not seen any big concerts? Now nothing, nothing. To, you know, throw shade towards former members right. of REM. I actually really dug REM. In fact, "Losing My Religion" is one of my top five favorite songs. Oh of yeah, all time. yeah, they're excellent. Um, I've se- I've seen um, a few here and there, but it's mostly. Either local acts or a lot of indie stuff, huh? or or non-famous touring acts. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think of one. There was a I saw Alabama at of they course, came to, of course. They came to Kauffman Stadium back in '97. Um, so took in a game. They had a concert after, um, which a concert at a baseball stadium sucks. Don't do it. Okay. <laughs> uh, just <laughs> it's it sounds. I mean. It, I'm sure an indoor venue uh, would be different, but um, when you have a, a stadium or a stadium, when you have a concert in an outdoor stadium, it just, especially in certain places you're sitting, it just, you know, the sound echoes or it doesn't reach up to that area. And it just, yeah, it's just, it's not worth it. So if you're not uh, sitting up close, don't bother. Yes. Yeah. Isn't it crazy how many people, I don't know if you've had this experience, but I have met a handful of people in my life that thought Alabama were the singers of Sweet Home Alabama. I'm like, no, that's um, Leonard Skinner, man, but I don't right. see why you would think that. <laughs> right. But then you oh, ask no. them to name an Alabama song and they can't. Oh, so. I could I could rattle off 20 like in my sleep. But, yeah, you're the closest uh, person I know who likes Alabama. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you don't even live there. Look at that. Right. Never even been there. I, mean, I don't think I have either. Yeah. Oh, man. So you mentioned about these I – mean, you name-dropped some instruments I've never even heard of, but it's really cool that you talked about wanting to play guitar. Is that strictly electric, or do you want to tinker with acoustic as well? I have uh, both, actually. And both of my guitars are ones that Randy gave me. <laughs> nice. Um, so he has a – he calls it a, a Frankenstrat because it's like a mixture of several different parts from several different. I get it. I love it. Names of guitars. Um, and then there's an acoustic, which I'm pulling up. I got it right here. It's a harmony. Um, I hope you can still hear me because I kind of turned away from the mic. Oh yeah. Uh, the as a harmony guitar it belonged to his dad, who has uh, since yep. passed. Um, and so he had his dad's old guitar. Just sitting there, he's like, I'm never going to play this thing. Do you want it? Wow. And I was like, yes. And that's when I, when he gave it to me, that's when I started trying to learn it. Uh, and I've had this uh, Frankenstrat that he gave me. I'm I, doing air quotes. I know you can't see it. But I felt I say it. <laughs> gave me uh, because it's he's letting me use it and play it. And then he says, play it as, as long as you want. You know, as long as you want to hang on to it, uh, if you decide you don't need it anymore or that, just give it back to me. Um, which um, guitars are expensive, so I'm probably just going to hang on to it for a while. Um, but it's so it's he's letting me borrow it per in perpetuity. That's a hard word to say. It is a hard word uh, to say. I'm not going to ask yeah. you to spell it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I've I've dabbled in both. Well, the reason I asked is because I have heard that acoustic guitar is more difficult than electric guitar, but I don't know if that's true. Um, 
I would say yes and no. It's the electric guitar is easier to play, but it doesn't sound quite as good as an acoustic guitar does. Um, the because with the electric guitar, especially if you're amplified, you can kind of rely on the amplification. You pluck one string and then the amplification takes that and runs with it versus an acoustic. Um, you're just hearing the natural sound. Right. Um, but I like the sound of acoustic better. Yeah. Personally. Um, but uh, there, are adva- there are advantages to both. I'll put it that way. So mm-hmm. in 2000, let's see, I think 2004, I think I, I went through the phase where I was like, I'm going to learn to play guitar. And I, I call it that way because there's people like you who actually go you know through with it and make music. I, I bought it and you know I didn't know what I was mm-hmm. doing. I, I think uh, I bought an electric and an acoustic. And I think the acoustic might have been a Yamaha. But the electric was like a really cheap Epiphone. I don't even know if you gotcha. heard. Okay. I and have. I bought the a little amp. You know, I was just blowing money. I was, you know, 20 with no responsibilities back then. And um, yes. remember they used to, I don't know, what was it? Guitar Center. And they used to sell all the books where it's like, you can play the music of your favorite yeah. bands. Yes. And so like in numbskull, I'm like, take my money. And um, in that time period, I was sucked into the world of like Three Doors Down, Nickelback, Puddle of Mud, oh, yeah. stuff that I – don't jam anymore, but at that time period, that's what you listen to because that's what oh, yes. played on the radio all day. And yep. so I, you know, attempted to play some things there, and yeah, that lasted about nine months, and then I sold everything. But uh, it's cool to meet people who actually uh, enjoy doing it and do it well. Yes, yeah. Well, I, I don't know about the do it well part, but um, I, you believe in yourself, yeah. man. I got, I got to yes. check it out before I can yeah. judge. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of interesting the way I learned. Like, I just, I would put my finger in a certain place on the fretboard and play and I'm like, Oh, that's a cool sound. And then, <laughs> um, Oh, if I move it here, then it makes this. And then later Randy was like, you're playing a G chord and you don't even know it or whatever. And, and I mean, so everybody like, learns different, right? Your methods yes. work for you. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I love it. That's, there's nothing more peaceful than just sitting with a guitar and, um, playing out and just, yeah, you know, whether it's people dying or whatever, you know, and you just you get kind of get lost in that world and for a minute. And it's for very sure, peaceful. man, because music yeah. is, you know, it heals and it's a passion yes. and it's yes. a glorious thing. And it doesn't matter what kind of music people like, but everybody likes music. And so yes. I know for me, um, I have a job where I probably drive 50 percent of the time. So I listen to a lot of Spotify and whatnot. And oh, yeah. If I'm being honest, 90% of my driving, I'm listening to podcasts because uh, I would assume the way you love music is the way that I love movies. And uh, that's oh, something yeah. we're going to touch base on in a minute. Yes. You know, what kind of movies you like and whatnot. But uh, yeah, yeah I, most of the music I listen to is uh, I jam a lot of Here on Mars. That's right. Fucking love yeah. it. Big fan oh, right yeah. here. Um, yes. Maybe because you know I'm buds with Randy. Maybe because his shit's good. Maybe I like sci-fi. It's it's a very healthy mix. Yes. But uh, I listen to a lot of sci-fi soundtracks too. So I'll use that as a transition over, man. Uh, I love getting to talk music with you. It's really cool. But I'm definitely more interested in the movie stuff. So what kind of movies and TV shows does Cameron like? Yes. Uh, So I'm big into uh, comedy movies, but a a specific type. I'm not a big fan of the like. 
whatever kind of comedy <laughs> movies. Um, there's, there's no way to put it into words, but I think you know what I'm saying. Um, with one exception, national security is hilarious. Okay. Um, with Steve Zahn and um, oh, the other guy, I can't think of his name. Uh, Martin Lawrence. Yeah, I had never seen yeah. it, but I remember the cover of yeah, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's hilarious. Okay. Um, but the kind of movies like um, are ones that are campy in nature, like UHF is a big one. Okay. Um, and Airplane is kind of similar in that oh, regard. Oh gosh. Yep. Um, so movies like that, so, and uh, buddy movies, so stuff like Tommy Boy. Uh, and Black Sheep, which is basically Tommy Boy 2. Right. Um, and movies like that I, I really like too. But Okay, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I know comedy yeah. is subjective, so you know yes. what one person finds hilarious, the other person might not. Yes. But uh, I yeah. feel like movies, you're cool in my book. And yes. yeah, you had some great name drops. Like I actually saw UH, is UHF, is that what it is? Um, yes. I call it, yeah, <laughs> the Weird Al movie. I saw that one for the yes. first time at Johnny Stagg's house back in 2019, and I thought it was great. And I was just shocked to see that the, uh, I don't know if they've completed, but they're making that Weird Al buyout pick. Did you see the, any advertisements I, on that? I did hear about that. I don't, I have not seen it or know if it's out yet, but I have heard about it. Yeah. And I was like, wait, Harry Potter's playing Weird Al? I could totally see this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, some of the comedies I like are. A healthy mix of certain things, like uh, I don't know if you've ever seen um, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, but that's a movie that I absolutely love. I have not. No. Okay, no. it's hillbilly comedy. It's great. Gotcha. And uh, Wild Hogs. Uh, I'm a yeah. big, you know, John Travolta, Tim Allen, you know, Martin Lawrence, there yes. you go, fan. Gotcha. Uh, and then Napoleon Dynamite. You know. Good oh yes. Stuff. So oh, I, 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 that's that's another one I forgot to mention. That's in a similar vein to UHF and Airplane. Um, that that kind of humor. And you know, once movie like you can never make that movie again. Yes. You know what I mean? Like lightning in a bottle. And I feel bad yes. for uh not so much bad, but I forgot the guy's name. The actor who plays Napoleon Dynamite. He was John great. Heater. John yeah. Heater, thank you. He was great yeah. in Benchwarmers. Um, yes. but he was essentially playing another version of that character where it's you know, yes. somebody you don't take serious. Uh, but man, you know, after the first couple of years you just don't hear or see nothing anymore, but he'll always be Napoleon Dynamite, and nobody could take that away from him. Oh yes, yeah, that's that's a great movie, and it uh, seems like a real down to earth dude. Like you just like you know somebody you can have up. a conversation with. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm trying what's, to think of what's other really movies. Cool is a couple yeah. years ago, I actually had uh, Uncle Rico on the podcast, and so I got to talk to him for oh, a while. Oh, nice. John Grease. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's awesome. But uh, oh, yeah. people might know him. Uh, he played in Fright Night Part 2, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. I also know him from in Seinfeld. I don't, I don't know if you've watched that show or getting in TV, but um, he played the bum on the street that Kramer gave uh, some leftovers to and then refused to give the Tupperware back <laughs> when he came back. And so he he um, played that character. So. No, I have it. I'm gonna have to look it up. I've actually yeah. seen probably five episodes of Seinfeld, really? all on a whim. But the five episodes I saw, I thought they were hysterical. Oh, it's yeah. just They're... TV shows have always been my biggest flaw because of the amount of time it takes to watch them. Where yes. with, with a movie, I'm kind of getting the beginning, middle, and end all in two hours. Yes. Uh, yeah. But now that you know, obviously streaming's been a thing for the last ten years. I guess it makes uh, TV shows more digestible. But Seinfeld has always been one I've been curious about. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a great. Great show. Uh, I've watched it at 
least a thousand times. Oh, at least? Okay. I'm slightly exaggerating, but um, I've seen it several times and both on TV itself, like watching the actual episode as it aired uh, and then uh, in reruns. And then I've also, um, I own the DVDs for a while, um, lost quite a few of them. There was a, you know, incident with some flooding and, and stuff. Oh, no. but, anyway, um, but now I, I stream it on occasion. Um, and it's just, it's, I'm, all I would say is if you can get through the first season, and then, like, halfway through the second season, it's kind of hard to drudge through. But if you can get past that point, it does pick up. And, and Okay, cool. So quality. it's kind of like, just stick with it. It gets better. And yes, kind of like The Office. Does the writing get better, or maybe the characters kind of find themselves? It's it's not so much that. It's the... When they first released it, um, I won't go into extreme detail. But, okay. Um, yeah, no spoilers. They were, they, they were allotted a two-hour special... And um, initially, that's what they were going to do, just a two-hour special, and it was going to be Jerry walking and, and kind of showing how he gets his material. And then at the very end of that two hours was going to be the set. Um, but then they were like, well, we're not able to fill enough material for that time, so they split it up into four half-hour blocks. And so the first season is only four episodes. Oh, wow. Um, okay. That's totally doable. <laughs> yes, and they their budget was very minimal because you know it's basically um, one of the guys in the network was like, "I'm doing you a favor, giving you this this four episode block," right? Um, when I probably shouldn't be, um, and so they didn't have a lot of money to work with. And as the show progressed, and the network could see, oh, this is actually like could be a thing they started sinking more money into it for better sets and stuff like that so it's the the writing has always been great um even from the very beginning but it's um part of it too is that jerry is not still isn't an actor he's basically playing himself um so it's initially he made some mistakes that he kind of learned from his mistakes later on gotcha Uh, well yeah gets better with time yes so, uh, liking Seinfeld, did you find yourself in the same vein of other shows like Frasier? Yes, I love Frasier, love Cheers. Uh-huh. Uh, and the the latest revival, I didn't think I was going to like it, um, but I think it's wonderful, the the one really? they released. That's awesome. Is yeah. that, um, oh man, is it a Paramount Plus? Paramount Plus, yeah. They there did, uh, I think they said it did eight, it was either eight or ten episodes um, I would assume you'd have to have seen Frasier before starting kind of the revival, huh? Not necessarily. As long as you know that uh, the guy who played Frasier's dad actually passed away in real life. It's not just a plot device, but he, he literally died like what, six years ago, I think it was. Okay. Um, John Mahoney, which he's, and he's been in some great movies like Eight Men Out. and He was a wonderful actor, but... So he died, and so they referenced that kind of in the first episode. And then the, the dynam- dynamic of Fraser was that Fraser and Martin, which is the dad's name, uh, uh, didn't get along very well initially because Fraser was like this uppity kind of snob guy. And Martin was a, an ex-cop and uh. like 
you know, Mariners fan and let's have a beer, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, Frazier was like, let's let's drink some sherry. Yeah. Uh, so they had that, that conflict. And in this revival, uh, Frederick, who was Frazier's son, which actually started in Cheers, um, since so you have to kind of unroll the onion back quite a ways, but um, Frederick became this firefighter and Frazier was the um, so it's the same roles, right. but just reversed. So it was the dad was the the snob, and right. the son was the the huh. jock or whatever. Um, yeah, I'll be honest with you. I really you know cool. I grew up watching Friends on TV when I was a kid or whatnot, and it was it was cool, good, clean, fun. And yeah. then it blew my mind whenever I realized that Frazier was a character from Cheers. Oh yes, it's yeah, kind of it like was. I never put two and two together, but when it did, it was one of the greatest yep. uh, spinoffs in history. I'd never seen Frasier though, but just knowing that you know Frasier came from this little show, Cheers, which I know was a big show, yes, uh, but I always put it in the same vein of like Seinfeld and whatnot, and so just things I have to catch up on. Yes, yeah, it's a it's a great. The original was great. Cheers, obviously, is awesome, and yep. the revival. Um, you could watch the revival without seeing the original, but having that backlog of Always what makes went it on, it just enhances it a little bit. But you won't miss out on any like plot information. Okay, cool. But, um, well, so. dude, um, I have Paramount Plus too, and it's because I'm a massive Star Trek fan. So I don't know yes. if you're going to make me happy or break my heart, but where do you fall in the world of sci-fi? Yes. Uh, Next Generation, love it. Awesome. Um, and watched it as a kid. Still to this day, I'll I'll watch an episode now and then. Um, and I was always a, a big fan of the show. Um, kind of like the original a little bit. Uh, didn't get into it quite as much. Um, and some of the others like Deep Space Nine and others like I don't follow those at all. Uh, I don't have a problem with them. I just it's a long never had show. the time to <laughs> invest. And into watching it further, but um, yeah, I love it. And I've always um, identified most with, I'd say, Riker. Oh uh, yeah, just Riker beard. with or without the beard. Okay, with the beard. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Because um, I'm I'm sporting a goatee at the moment. I know there you, you can't go. see it, but, um, but just that you know he's he was never officially the head guy, but uh, assisted in a lot of the duties, and if. If Picard needed to be off the ship, he was the man in charge, and I, I identify with that quite a bit. So, he was the third string armchair, right? Yes, makes sense. Frakes played it to a T. Yes. Yeah, man, you mentioned liking the original series, uh, maybe not getting into it as much or whatever. Original series, my absolute favorite. Love TOS, love Next Gen, love D Space Nine, love Voyager. I've seen all of those all the way through, gotcha. some of them multiple times, and I'm looking forward to starting Enterprise, uh, hopefully in the near future. And I'm really excited because I know it's a prequel. Yes. And um, to be honest with you, I actually had seen most of it, and then I stopped because I was watching out of order. And so oh, I'm yeah. going to be going back I in so. to a show that I started eh, like seven years ago when it came, oh, you yeah. know, when it came on Netflix or whatnot. But uh, yeah. it'll be cool to run through. But I absolutely love sci-fi. So is there any other sci-fi that you connect to outside of Trek? Uh, to a certain extent. there. Uh, so Mystery Science Theater, um, I'm a huge fan of. and Okay. Love, uh, you know, growing up, watching those guys uh, riff on... 
uh, movies like Manos, The Hands of Fate, and you know the Journey. I'm blanking, trying to think how to the, the full name of it is like Journey to the Center of the Earth, or Journey to the Planet of Prehistoric Women, or something like oh, that. Yep, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm flubbing it a little bit, but you get the basic idea. Yeah, I probably have the uh, actual DVD that they're making yes. fun of. Yep. Um, and uh, there's one that actually um, I thought was a good movie. It, it's just uh, production value was kind of sucked, but the actual plot I enjoyed is a movie called Time Chasers. Um, that's that's really good. But see, I'm I'm big into sci-fi. How about other TV shows? Have you watched any other sci-fi TV? Not TV so much. Um, okay. My TV watching was more like, uh, well. Early on, it was like Everybody Loves Raymond, Seinfeld, oh, Frasier, yeah. Cheers. I didn't like, get into Friends all that oh, much. Um, then it kind of progressed to more shows like Scrubs, uh, The Office. There's not a laugh track. It's just the comedy is there, and you either get it or you don't. Right. Um, so it's not assisted by, by that. Um, not telling me when to laugh. Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the Office, uh, Parks and Rec... Scrubs, love those shows. I didn't get into the community. I started to watch it and just couldn't get through it. And so people have told me if you start like season three that it gets better, but I stopped like midway through season one. Mm. Um, and I, I might pick it up again, but I just I didn't think it was that funny. I didn't. Yeah, I actually see. I have not seen any of those shows. Uh, so oh, yeah, I, yeah, you're definitely the more of the comedy guy than me. Um, yes. But it bums me out that you didn't watch other sci-fi shows because I was going to ask you some questions about some. I was looking uh, oh, to yeah. see if you were could give me some good advice on some. Uh, I got Randy turned on to Stargate SG One and Atlantis because I absolutely love those. Oh, but yeah. uh, I'm just looking for more people to tell me I need to watch things right. like Babylon Five. Oh yeah. Yeah, the the only one that's kind of sci-fi that I I love uh, is Futurama. Um, Man, I it's thought got you were gonna say Firefly. Elements. <laughs> oh no, it's like elements of sci-fi, kind of like sure. time travel and all that. Um, but it's I like it more so for the comedy aspect of it more than anything. Oh yeah, um, See, I was a Simpsons guy, but I, I appreciate what Futurama yes. was. Yes, I, well, Simpsons is good too. Um, I, I don't watch it still now. Making it. Yeah, I. I I watched from like season four or five on to about 14, 15, somewhere around there. And then it's, I'm just like, they're just regurgitating the same stuff. Oh yeah. Um, so it's, as it's hard to believe that I was in either preschool or kindergarten when that show debuted yep. and it's, it's still going. It's the longest it's running American TV show. Mm -hmm. I think at this point, yes. mm -hmm. Um, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up and tell the world about your music, man. So I know we kind of touched base on it in the beginning, but you know, you want people to come check out your music. You know, you you want to um, you want to grow a listening audience. Well, you got the floor, man. Feel free to put your info yes. out. Yeah, absolutely. So it's and uh, I thank you for it. Uh, so it's third hyphen string armchair dot bandcamp dot com slash music. Uh, I also. Um, have music that's released under my name that's still out there. Uh, but the archive of that is actually available on the subscription and $5 a month. Um, you know, it helps support me and my passion. Um, and you get all of, not only all of the releases as they come out, 
but there's also an archive of about 70 songs wow that are not available anywhere else um either not available anywhere else or that you would have to pay for individually and it would be way more than five dollars a month um and so it's you know it's a great deal um I have a Facebook page, Third String Armchair. You can find me there. I'm on Twitter. At uh, If you just search Third String Armchair, it'll pop up, and you'll see my logo, which is a guitar leaning against a recliner. Um, Makes sense. And so there's that um, as well. I'm also on Spotify. Just, you know, search for me. I'm there. Um, both as Third String Armchair and as Cameron Fletcher. You can find both um, both of them there. Um, I really think that's about it. Cool, man. Well, yeah. let's spread the word. Let's get people to yeah. check out Third String Armchair. And, uh, you know, <laughs> you threw me for a loop and caught my interest as well when you said that there was some rap in there. Yes. Oh, yeah, now I, have. I have to know because I'm a fan of rap and... Uh, I just have to know what you got for me. So, yes, yeah. So it's the um, I haven't really touched on this, but the um, I'm a very spiritual person. Um, faith is very important to me, um, and so it's that music. The rap is like mostly rapping about those subjects. Faith-based rap. I love it, man. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. I'll definitely check it out. Cameron, thanks for taking the time, man, to come on the show, and I look forward yeah. to speaking with you again, brother. Yeah. All righty. Thank you. All right, man. Bye. Bye. And there you have it. Who is Cameron? Or in this case, Cam Dog. Know what I'm saying? Thanks for taking the time to uh, listen to this podcast episode. It, I had a lot of fun getting to talk to Cameron. Uh, he and I have chit chat back and forth a couple of times over the social media platforms, but this is the first time to actually get him on here and have this verbal conversation. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, I was talking to him after the show. I was like, man, I feel like we barely scratched the surface, but Hey, that's what you do in a 45 minute episode. Uh, but nonetheless, it was cool to find out about his taste in music and what got him to kind of want to play as well as his taste in comedy. I was really shocked. I, you know, was expecting maybe he's going to come at me a little heavy handed with sci-fi, but then I found out at the end, we, Hey, he does like sci-fi, but he He's the comedy guy right now. So he's probably listening to this episode like, Dave, I like all this stuff here. Have you even tried comedy sci-fi? And I'm like, I have seen a show called Quark. And I don't mean DS9. I mean, there's really a show called Quark. It's actually pretty funny. It's about a guy in uh, outer space who collects trash. Could be my future job. I don't know. But, hey, if anything else, I got to meet a friend. And you guys got to meet a friend. And you know what? Support his music. Support his taste. He mentioned his uh, site earlier. You can go to the band camp. Look for that third string armchair. And he's got some stuff you can check out. And if you like what you hear, subscribe. It's five bucks a month. It's a quarter of what you guys pay on Netflix. And so if he's your jam, help the guy out. But I'll let that be that. Have a wonderful day. And thanks for listening to the All Things Dave podcast. Thank you.